0: Hello and welcome to Wedding on a Hill, a podcast for Christian women who are engaged and yay, planning a wedding. My name is Annie Lavi and I'm a writer, Bible teacher, and wedding coordinator. I believe there is no time as sweet, wonderful, and sometimes overwhelming as preparing to be married. On this podcast, I'm here to help women walk through this season joyfully and faithfully, seeking first the kingdom of God. Hello, and welcome back to Wedding on a Hill. This is Annie Lavi. You guys, I have to tell you, I am so excited because there is such a special treat today. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about something that affects a ton of people. We're calling it cooks in the kitchen, or what do you do when you have too many cooks in the kitchen, when you have so many family members who want to share their opinions with you and want to help you plan your wedding that it almost feels overwhelming. Uh, My husband and I have a super small kitchen, so we bump into each other all the time. And I think sometimes that is actually how it can feel when you are in the middle of planning a wedding. And for this, I'm actually bringing in someone who is absolutely amazing. Her name is Paige. She has worked in weddings for, gosh, almost, I want to say almost seven, eight years. She has worked with probably a thousand couples at this point. I am not exaggerating. Uh, She is the manager of a few wedding venues. And so her name is Paige. I got to work with her um, right out of college with my first job as a wedding planner. And a couple things to note. One, she is not anywhere near me, so we actually did this over the phone, so you'll be able to tell that a little bit. And two, Sweet Woman just had her second child, and so every now and then you will hear the sweet sounds of cooing in the background, and that is her new baby girl <laughs> saying hello to all of you. So without further ado, I would love for you guys to meet Paige, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. Okay. Okay. So Paige yay I'm so excited to have you here and to get to talk about this. Um, You have a whole bunch of family. Your husband has a whole bunch (laughs) a whole bunch of family and I've gotten just to see you and know you and watch you interact with both your family and his family and lots of other families as a Mm -hmm. wedding planner. Can I call you an Mm -hmm. official what's your official title? Is it like
1: I'm a regional manager for a group of wedding venues, but I started as a wedding planner and I still do that for people that I know. Yeah. So Yeah.
0: I've yeah. seen you. I feel like I've seen you in all the roles crushing it. So yeah. you are kind of <laughs> like actually this is a sidebar, but you are kind of like what comes to mind when people say the word girl boss like just this idea of like this woman actually runs the show <laughs> Thank you. yeah that's kind of that. how you walk around when you're in charge when you're in charge of a wedding really when you're in charge anywhere and even I feel <laughs> I take so much comfort in that like I watched you be in charge and handle things with a lot of grace in class
1: so thank you so I I'm would trust you with a lot of things that.
0: oh for sure <laughs>
1: I'm glad
0: Um, to hear that. (laughs) Yay. So, Paige, can you talk a little bit um, just about your own experience, because you've been married for a while, in planning a wedding and Mm -hmm. balancing families?
1: Sure. So, there's kind of three things that come to mind when I think about this topic and balancing family. And um, I'll kind of tell three different stories to go along with that. But one is choosing yourself, and that's okay. And there is nothing that is unchrist like about that and that's like we have to let that go sometimes but we, we're allowed to do that. Um and then having some really healthy boundaries with your family for you and your spouse and yourself. Um and then last just having like a really strong team around you who's gonna advocate for you and step into hard conversations with you or for you. Um I think are three things that are really important. So yeah. I have been married for eight years. Oh my gosh! Um, That's I know. Can you believe us in that long? No. Wow. <laughs> Me? Neither. It's almost for a decade six years before that. Oh, yeah,
0: you have known your husband for a half of your life, almost. Yeah, right? I,
1: like almost half my life. We've been together. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I really like him. Yeah. I'm so happy to hear it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And we have two beautiful daughters now. Um, And we have learned a lot over the years and especially in my job about family and uh, what we want for our girls and how we're going to support them as they walk down the aisle one day and what that's going to look like. But from our own experiences too, um, my family, so my parents, mom and dad have both been divorced twice so i have two stepdads two step moms, and a mom and dad um okay. and my husband's dad passed away when he was little and so his mom is remarried so he also has a stepdad and whole step family um plus all the family from his dad's side so there's a, quite the crew surrounding us our family picture oh, at our wedding is gosh. like outrageous <laughs> like a
0: million people
1: you guys could yeah. Yeah, i
0: feel like you deserve i don't know I'm picturing like all of you could fill a cruise ship at some point.
1: (laughs) Except the West would never do that to be so scared of germs.
0: (laughs) He would never make it on a boat,
1: but that's okay. No, (laughs) Uh, but that's all right.
0: (laughs) Wow. That's amazing. There
1: were a lot of cooks in the kitchen when it came to our wedding day. And I really allowed myself to hear all those voices. Um, luckily, it wasn't necessarily a matter of family having tons of opinions about things. Um, they knew that I kind of had my mind made up about how I wanted certain things done. But yeah. I, because I'm a nine on the enneagram, I really care and value about including people and making them feel loved and. Uh, making sure there's peace amongst everyone which yeah. in a family Wait, like mine is like <laughs> ridiculous it's um, the peacemaker the peacemaker yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah. I can't imagine so, trying to make peace with a whole cruise ship full of people <laughs>
1: <laughs> right yep everybody wants to do something different all the time uh-huh. so, so many pool, activities <laughs> yeah. someone's getting a massage you know <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. uh, It was more a matter of it, especially with my parents, it came down to like, who's paying for what. And there was even a conversation once with my dad where he was like, well, how much is your mom paying? Okay, I'm going to pay less than that. And it was just so, it just became so about them um, that we got to the point where we're like, we aren't even going to take your money. Like, if you want to contribute anything great, but we actually went to Wes's family and ended up asking them for money because they're a lot more gracious about that, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but at the end of the day, I was still wanted to make sure, like, everyone that was coming was happy and everyone had something they would enjoy and everyone would feel special and included. Yeah. And and I got so wrapped up in that that I, I think I definitely lost a little bit of sight of, like, but what's going to make Paige feel special that day? um and so there were definitely moments that I can look back on where I I wish I would have done it a little differently I wish I would have you know spent money on a videographer because now I was like cheap and spent it on making sure you know my bridesmaids had all these presents or whatever and now I don't have like something that would have been really special to me Yeah. um so I think just making sure like you are choosing things that are gonna be for you and your spouse and yeah absolutely like take care of people that you love um that are a big part of that they've made you who you are and gotten you to where you are but don't be afraid to say like I'm choosing us and I choose this for us and um and I think the Lord's really clear about that too like separating and becoming your own unit is is a powerful powerful thing so um, not taking that like lightly and and I think that that sets you up well for once you're in marriage. Um I think as you know too that it's it's so crucial to kind of withdraw. And I think yeah. that um I mean you guys might have seen it by moving a little bit after you got married, but we did too by kind of being a little distance wise further away if you get to establish mm-hmm. this like family unit together. That's really awesome and Um, and I think that starts, you know, even in the wedding planning process, so
0: yeah leave yeah. and cleave is what my mother-in-law used to say to hmm. us which is such a funny thing to have your mother-in-law I say love to you so much. <laughs> i do too <laughs> she can okay she would kids,
1: she can like let i all know
0: <laughs> it's true being with with my husband being one of eight yes so yeah she would always be like it's when we told her that we were moving across the country she was like okay leave and cleave leave and cleave <laughs> like you've got to do it you've got to do it <laughs> so, so great she that was is so such okay. a Good true. Sport. It is true.
1: Yeah,
0: it and is hopefully, true.
1: I mean, if parents aren't good sports about that, uh, it's hard. I mean, my husband and his mom talk every day, um, which I still—I mean, now I talk to her all the time too, so I get it. But <laughs> she's great. <laughs> but it very much was like, hey, we need to like establish some boundaries, kind of, yeah. and like start our own thing, and not just call our parents every time something happens. Like, we need to talk to each other about things and oh. figure it out together. So, yeah 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 I love
0: what you said too about just like how remembering that sometimes, especially when it comes to your wedding, there's a area where it's not selfish to choose what you actually want right like it's It's probably better mm-hmm. in the long run to just. I mean, as long as you're not like consciously destroying people's hearts and dreams but, yes. and like enjoying <laughs> it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. But to, at the end of the day, say like, no, I knew I chose that because I wanted it and I believed it was important and I sat mm-hmm. with it and I had peace about it and like to let that be the end of the conversation, mm-hmm. I right feel like I also probably have a little peacemaker in me. So I understand like that's really hard sometimes to. Yeah. I feel like we, I, te- I think I tend to think that I need permission to do things like that, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Or I need to earn mm-hmm. it.
0: Like, oh, well, I gave you, I threw you this bone. So now I'll do what I want over here. But right. that's not actually like the healthiest thing either to feel like we're earning yeah. our freedom in our relationships probably isn't the better way to go about it
1: right it's so true it's so so true and we even I mean we still did things on our wedding day that like we chose for instance we didn't do a dinner so we had Mm -hmm. everyone meet us at seven o'clock for the ceremony um and then we just had a huge party afterwards and that was one we didn't have a ton of money to do it but two that was like so us and yeah. if we were to do it again, we would do the same thing because it was the best time. And, um, I think people thought it was a little weird because they had to eat before they came to our wedding, <laughs> but we had a great honeymoon because of that. And I don't regret that at all. So. Heck yeah. And people will be
0: fine. People will be right. fine. I went people to fine. some of our friends out here got married in January and this is mm-hmm. another little sidebar, but they they did just a ceremony and their ceremony was at noon and then they had like Uh just like snacks after then they, it was Uh like very, very them. I mean, they drove off on his motorcycle, but I, but like everyone was fine with just snacks and it wasn't, Like Uh a big deal. I mean, I was pregnant, so I ate like three. (laughs) I legitimately (laughs) ate. I went through the line three times. (laughs) So, but I was the only one struggling. So, really, Uh not that big of a deal. More important for them to leave (laughs) on their motorcycle. So,
1: yeah, and they
0: were probably so happy. You, which is great. They did not care.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. that's awesome. Good for them. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Yeah, and then I think another. Thing with family is having healthy boundaries and and that's gonna look so different for everyone in their life situation um for me that meant sitting my parents on like opposite sides of the aisle and my mother-in-law and father-in-law were so wonderful and like sacrificed their seats so my parents could sit on the edge um oh. since they could sit next to each other at that time in my life um, now they get along great amazingly 8 years later, but wow. Um, at that season they couldn't. And so I I knew kind of what boundaries had to be in place for my family at the time. Um, but I had a friend recently that I was in her wedding uh, about a, almost a year ago now. And poor thing, she just had a lot of issues with her mom and dad. Her parents were divorced. They definitely do not talk to each other. And Um, she was trying to decide like up until her rehearsal, if her dad should walk her down the aisle or if she should walk by herself. And it was just really emotional and really intense. And I was kind of one of the only people she was really talking to it about. And, um, ultimately she just decided she, that he wasn't like big enough part of her life for, to be a part of that moment of her and her husband. Becoming one, and she didn't felt like she didn't feel like she belonged to her dad. Um, so that act of like giving her away wasn't didn't mean anything to her. Yeah. And um, for me, I have both my parents walk me down the aisle because I am a peacekeeper, and I <laughs> was not about to like unleash the hounds on who was going to walk me down the aisle. And so I really admired and respected her that she would have the guts to ultimately choose to walk down the aisle by herself. And She told her dad that at the rehearsal, Um, and he left, and he didn't come to the rehearsal dinner, um, which was really hard, but we surrounded her with lots and lots of love, and then whenever Mm -hmm. she walked down the aisle the next day, it was so, I'm getting goosebumps, like, thinking about her. Um, It was so beautiful because she was so strong, and she just had, like, the peace of the Lord walking down the aisle with her and had her husband waiting for her at the end of the aisle, like knowing her full and well and loving her for like just her. And it was such a special moment for the two of them and for her. And I talked to her now and her and her dad a year later are closer than they were that day, which is um, just wonderful and amazing. But I, I think it was um, obviously a really hard decision and something that, you know, is going to upset somebody. So it was it was a lot, but she did it and she's proud of it. And, and so for her to like have that day with her husband, she had to have some sort of boundary in place with her dad and, and that was okay. And like, she's okay and they're okay, you know? Yeah. So I think having those boundaries and knowing what space you need to create for people in your life is fine. So that's, yeah, I think that's that- another little piece.
0: What is like actually amazing about that to me is like the end, how now you said a year later, they have a better relationship than they did like before she got married. Because I think that in Mm -hmm. the moment, like setting boundaries is so awful again, because it's so hard peacemaker. It's it's such a horrible thing in the moment. Mm -hmm. And in the moment you're like, you're going to hate me forever. We'll never be the same. And the idea Mm -hmm. that no, actually, sometimes setting these boundaries leads to better places and healthier Mm -hmm. places feels so backwards to me at times, Mm -hmm. right? That it could be to realize like, no, this could actually be worth it a year from now if I really put my foot down where it needs to be put down instead of just letting Mm -hmm. things flow as they always have, right?
1: Right. And I think about a lot with clients that I meet with who bring a lot of voices to like wedding planning meetings that we're having mm-hmm. where they all of a sudden are being told by five different people, you know, what color napkins they should have <laughs> or where different tables should go or if they should have a photo booth or not. And it just becomes crazy. And I've seen brides just walk out of the room crying and the family is like not even caring, just think she's being mm-hmm. an emotional bride. And yeah. it's like, if you could take two seconds, and see that this isn't what she wants. And none of you are listening to her. um, You know, that makes a huge difference. And I've seen, I've even had moms before. I had the mom and the mother-in-law both call me on the same day and tell me conflicting things and tell me they couldn't come to the meeting with the bride, but they wanted to make sure their voices were heard. And then the bride say something completely different. And then the bride tell me, don't listen to any of them. And you just become oh, this little man. Yeah. Um, but some brides can be really good too and say, hey, you know, this is just going to be me and my fiance that are making these decisions. And we appreciate your input. And we want to know what would make you feel special and loved. But at the end of the day, like, I want purple napkins. So, <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you know, and it, I mean, yeah. it's just like those little things, they add up over time when you're getting so many voices. So just don't be afraid to have boundaries and say what you want and, um, and have boundaries with what family you want to let have input. You know, if you don't yeah. want to talk about the wedding with aunt Glenda because she's really negative and, because she's been divorced three times. Like don't talk to Aunt Glenda about it and know mm-hmm. that for yourself. And that's yeah. okay. <laughs>
0: we can just ignore Aunt Glenda's phone calls for this season. <laughs> like, yes, Aunt Glenda exactly. will make it. You can tell like, her you were so busy. Get a busy. new phone number
1: for a little bit maybe. <laughs> so
0: I'm sorry, Aunt Glenda. I was so busy. Every I day so you busy. called.
1: was so busy. Planning planning is so hard.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think? Um Just, I want to know if you have any thoughts and if you don't, that's okay too. But with boundaries i feel like one of the the lines that's really hard and you kind of touched on this with your own experience too is with money so like if somebody is paying for the mm-hmm. wedding which i feel like is pretty normal for someone to have a family member yeah. or one family you know give mm-hmm. or be paying for up to maybe the whole wedding like how do you incorporate right. that into setting boundaries and into letting their voice become a little bit quieter when they're also writing the check I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, that's (laughs) such a good
1: question. (laughs) I really wish I had the answer to that because I feel like I could write a book and make less money. But (laughs) (laughs) um, no, it's it's really hard. And I think that there you just have to have those conversations before you accept anything of what do we want this to look like? And, you know, if, if your parents are somebody or is paying for it or just giving you a little bit to say, Hey, I really appreciate this. Um, I would love to know what your expectations are of me upon accepting it. And that's a hard, scary conversation, but that's like a real adult conversation that you need to have, especially when there's like sometimes $30,000 involved, you know? Yeah. So, um, or $5,000, like whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And I think that that helps a lot because then you guys have had this like verbal agreement of like, okay, this is what yeah. it's going to be. And maybe your mom or whoever will say, you know, we're giving this to you. All I really care about is the seating chart. And maybe that's something that you can kind of let go and be like, okay, that's fine. Let's work yeah. on it together. Um, and so I think that there, there can be, you know, agreement upon what, what all is expected and attached if you will um but just making sure that that at the end of the day like it's a gift and really talking about that because
0: yeah
1: I think when it what I've seen when it gets messy and hard is when no no one's talked about that and now they're sitting in front of me having this argument of like well I gave you this money and this is what I wanted mm-hmm. and now this bride is like shriveling in the corner, like wishing she had never taken that. So yeah, just have those hard conversations up front to save you later on. Yeah. Probably my biggest advice. That is such a good,
0: such a good piece of advice because I think like you're so right that we can get, you know, we take the money because we maybe don't want to ask like, we don't want to ask, mm-hmm. what are the expectations with this? Mm-hmm. And then three months later, we're like, oh, shoot, I'm apparently choosing everything that you didn't want me to. And now you're really mad yeah. and I already spent all your money yeah. on it. <laughs> so yeah. I'm, we're in this, like, really <laughs> hard spot of trying to figure yeah. out, where do we navigate from here? And being able right. to say, you know, up front, ask, is this even like really clearly what are the expectations and if they if like parents, because mm-hmm. i feel like sometimes it's easy for people to say oh i have no expectations and then later it turns mm-hmm. out that they do <laughs> right. and, but even if you <laughs> if you asked up front and you say like oh yeah hey i you ha- said you had no expectations you actually told me that there were no strings attached to this that it was a gift and so Mm -hmm. like are you are you changing your mind on that now like that wasn't what you said when you gave it to me kind of being able to say actually when you gave me this you said that there were no expectations so I'm operating (laughs) out of the belief that that is still how we're doing things here right yeah being able Mm -hmm. and then I think if there are expectations on it that you didn't realize to if you've asked them up front to be able to then actually like you did with West to really say like, Mm -hmm. okay, then we're not going to take this money because it's not worth it to like give up all of the, all of the, it's not worth the relationship. Yeah. Yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. And I think that also on the flip side of that is like, say thank you and be grateful. And I've also worked with a lot of brides that I see are maybe not so kind. (laughs) And it's like, maybe (laughs) we could be a little nicer to people that are being really generous with us Mm -hmm. um and obviously a lot of times there's a lot of family dynamics that we don't even know are going on of course um but I've seen a lot of people do really wonderful things to people who help them with the wedding whether that's like even like special cake for them or like someone knew that their parents loved this little like jazz band and so they had the jazz band come to the wedding that's something they paid for and so there's just like little things that you could do I think or just letters like or say thank you in your speech you know there's so many things it doesn't have to be this like grand gesture but um just saying thank you I think is huge because a lot of times we forget to do that in the midst of all of it Mm -hmm.
0: so just giving honor
1: yeah yeah I love that
0: I remember when Paul and I were getting, we were maybe like a month before our wedding and my dad was so kind and asked, um, he had kind of sat me down and said, you know, is there anything that you haven't gotten for your wedding that you feel like Mm -hmm. you can't spend the money on? And like, I would love to give you like, you know, this, it wasn't a huge Mm -hmm. amount, but it was like an amount of money that was really generous of him at the same time to just say like, I want you to have this, to spend on that thing that you haven't felt like you could spend it on right
1: mm-hmm. and
0: I remember going back home or not home I guess Paul feels like home but going to Paul <laughs> and saying <laughs> saying, okay my dad offered this like what do you think what are the expectations yeah. like what are the strings right. that are going to be attached and Paul saying Paul mm-hmm. well, if he didn't, it kind of sounds like there aren't any strings attached. Like it kind of sounds yeah. like he's just trying to be nice it's to It's a gift. So maybe you <laughs> uh-huh. should just accept it. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he actually is just trying to do something nice. But, you know, I think that it's yeah. so easy to get wrapped up in when with all the planning to forget that sometimes mm-hmm. people are just going to be really kind and generous and want exactly. to love on you and to not yeah. necessarily assume the worst. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm -hmm. And I think sometimes people, especially if we have family dynamics that are maybe a little off or a little bit rough around the edges, Mm -hmm. um, I think that sometimes people don't know what else to do other than give money. And that's like a very tangible, like, I can help in this way. We may not have a great relationship, but I can give them some money. Mm -hmm. Um, My dad totally operates out that way. It's like all gifts. and that's great (laughs) but it also like I know that that's it's not like a buying love but he just like doesn't know how to show it and um so also knowing maybe that's just their way of saying like I love you and they don't know how else to say that even Mm -hmm. if they haven't been telling you that for years so just have grace yeah Yeah. that's what we need to so
0: (laughs) that's a great point yeah
1: um And I actually remember your dad doing that, and us talking about it, yeah. um trying to wander that road oh,
0: so understand
1: <laughs> uh, um, so fun we've just had so many good times yeah. but <laughs> but I was just so proud to be on your team, and um I think that that's really my third thing is with family dynamics and cooks in the kitchen mm-hmm. is you got to have people that are cheering for you and um, are willing to, like I said, stand in places that are hard on your wedding day or throughout your engagement and um, just be by your side in those potentially hard family moments. Um, We had a client once who one of my, the other wedding planners, we were about to send the bride down the aisle and all the bridesmaids and groomsmen were lined up um, and the bride looks out and she sees that her dad's new girlfriend who she wasn't even going to invite to the wedding um was sitting on the front row her dad was with her and she oh asked if we would go and ask the girlfriend friend to move to the second row um picture this like guests are all seated <sighs> the bride's about to walk down the aisle everyone is standing at the front Oh my! Gosh. Um, I'm like actually cringing.
0: I'm. No one can I know, see my I'm like face, sweaty,
1: but yeah. <laughs> <I was> there. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. And so my friend went out and was very kind and gentle, and you know asked the girl if she would please like respectfully move to the next row per the bride's request. And the girlfriend just stood up and started screaming at my friend and I was probably 150 people this wedding so I mean everyone can hear everything and see what's going on and eventually she got her to calm down and sit down and we got the bread down the aisle and you know that's something they had to deal with another time probably but we're never gonna see them again most likely Mm -hmm. I don't even remember what they look like and um but we got to in that moment just like see her team and we got to go out and stand in a hard place for her and do something for her that made her feel extra loved that day, um, because for her something inside her was not okay with her walking down the aisle and that woman sitting there. And we don't know, we don't need to know, like the history yeah. of that or anything beyond. We're gonna stand by your side and we're gonna be your people. And um, I'm sure if her bridesmaids were inside, she would have much rather asked one of them, but they were already out there. Uh, so just have like a really good team have a wedding planner that you know and trust and you know has your back and is gonna be fine having hard conversations for you and ask like have great if you're gonna have bridesmaids have great bridesmaids who love you and who want to show up for you and uh, just have people that you can count on that are gonna show up and be your people and um, stand in potentially hard places for you and around you, and um, yeah, just have your back. So You'll be a new team. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's huge. And then those people are going to go into your marriage, and and they're always going to be cheering for you. Like I know for a fact, I can call you guys, and I can vent about my husband and talk about something that's really mm-hmm. hard or what's going on. And at the end, there's never like a oh, do you want an out or like. Yeah, you shouldn't put up with that. Like that's never on the table and that's never gonna be you and I's conversation about yeah. our husbands because it's just not choice for us. And so we are gonna stand in that place, that hard place, and like hear each other and listen, but also like at the end of the day, always encourage each other to like fight it out and stay.
0: Yeah. Send and each other home that again. Starts, <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, truly. Um yeah. and that starts in the wedding planning process. So mm. yeah.
0: I love that so much I'm just soaking in every I'm just soaking in you (laughs) and (laughs) all of the good things that you just said
1: (laughs) you were so kind well I am so proud to have you on my team and just thankful for that and the team of people that I work with in the wedding industry I feel like there's so many good people out there who are just dying to be a bride's teammate and so like choose your vendors wisely too and people that you make you feel loved and special and cared for yeah because it matters from your flowers to your cake to your dj like these people are spending that day with you and beside you and so um choose people that are going to help you have fun and make you feel heard and known and seen Mm -hmm. you know absolutely I well,
0: thanks. this was fun. Oh gosh, this was so fun. Thank you so much. I really, really You're appreciate so you welcome. joining this. You really do have, I mean, I'm sure that I, well, I actually don't know if Probably, you get told this all the time. Like, so you have so much to offer and so many good things to say, especially you. on this topic. So thank you for talking about it. Thank you again for joining us. This is Annie Lavi with Wedding on a Hill. I am so thankful that you guys spent some time with us, and I hope that you picked up just some really good advice. Like I said, Paige has a ton of wisdom to offer uh, on this subject and any subject in general. So I just want to personally say a big thank you to her for being with us for this episode, and I hope that you guys will join us next time for Wedding on a Hill.